Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. And as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So let's dive into our new game announcements for this week. Um, well, Ubisoft has revealed that it's Pirates MMORPG Skull and Bones development is going well, and its release is set for next fiscal year. In fact, its next fiscal year to them means between April 2022 and March 2023. So literally sometime in the next fiscal and <laughs> fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Um Aside from a few trailers and some gameplay showcases, which take the gameplay showcases with a grain of salt anymore, since they've completely rebuilt the game a few times per various reports about the game's development that have come in since its announcement in 2017. Who knows what uh, who knows what exactly is going on with it, but it's still alive and well if you're looking for something to play as a pirate that's not Sea of Thieves. Also, Capcom has announced Street Fighter 6 with a trailer of, you know, Ryu. That's about it. I'm announcing Street Fighter 6. Uh, Ryu is the size of a fridge. Not even joking. He is as wide as a fridge. Yes. Players are uh, theorizing that that image for the uh, the trailer was, was stretched. Uh, could be if you if you like you adjust it and like shoot it down just a little bit it looks more like rayu and he looks amazing um but yeah the trailer's just uh ryu and luke facing off one another flexing etc etc and then throwing a single punch and you don't actually land but you know it is what it is but street fighter 6 is on the way so yeah so less of a less of a trailer, more of a teaser. Yeah, absolutely. It is a teaser for the game. Um, the, that little t- teaser trailer did drop after a week long uh, countdown on a website from Capcom. So, mm. um, Halo Infinite is getting multiple campaign improvements uh, in its upcoming mid-season updates. Uh, there'll be new first-person animations, campaign improvements, stability, and performance. Uh, big team battle trackers, a few adjustments to big team battle, and some anti-cheat improvements. So they are working on even making the single player a little <laughs> bit better for everybody. And coming out of Microsoft, there is a rumor suggesting that Fallout New Vegas 2 is in talks at parent company between parent company Microsoft and Bethesda itself. Which would be fantastic because New Vegas was the best Fallout game. So, um, also, if you are a um, subscriber under contract, if you use Verizon Wireless, Apple Arcade is now a permanent perk for ver- for certain uh, cell packages with the carrier. So. If you want to play some games on Apple Arcade on your iPhone, uh, check out. If you have the Get More Unlimited or the Play More Unlimited, uh, when the plan changes to the 5G Get More and the 5G Play More, Apple Arcade will be included with those, which includes me. So you can play a couple, I guess, mobile games. 
Also, Nintendo is relaunching their online store and they're renaming it My Nintendo Store. So, not much of a change there. Um, so, yeah, at least they're not completely keeping it down like they're taking down the Wii U and 3DS digital eShops. So, who knows? Maybe they'll throw those back up there underneath this entire broad name of My Nintendo Store. Mm, doubt. That is all I have. Uh, I've got a couple. Uh, Capcom is this summer, June 24th, releasing the Capcom Fighting Collection, which will bring 10 arcade uh, fighting game classics, which includes uh, five different uh, Darkstalker titles, two of which have never been released in the U.S. Um, it'll also be the first time... Uh, Red Earth has come out on console. It's always been an arcade exclusive. So looking forward to that. I've always heard Darkstalkers is really good, and I've never really had much chance to play it. So I will probably pick that up. Uh, also, they will all have rollback netcode. So that seems to be the uh, the standard anymore, which is good. Yes, very good. Then uh, Atlas released a trailer for the Soul Hackers 2 game, which is a sequel to the 1997 Devil Summoner Soul Hackers title for the uh, PlayStation. Um, what is, random it, console is this an exclusive for? Uh, it is exclusive to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. There is no planned Switch release. It's it's less of an exclusive and more of a not exclusive for Nintendo consoles, it seems. Correct. Um, it'll be coming out the day after it releases in Japan, so near simultaneous release. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. It looks nice. badass. So... Uh, one thing that I had that I was going to put in a different category, but it actually fits here. And after hearing about Halo Infinite, I think it goes well with it. So there's some updates to Call of Duty Warzone's anti-cheat software that's pretty campy. Um, they've now made it to where instead of like ejecting or suspending hackers, um, they simply give everyone else in the game god mode against the hackers so they essentially they've made it to where um if, if if it's detected that you're cheating uh your bullets will start ricocheting off of people <laughs> excellent <laughs> and this has resulted in a lot of campy shit because when people realize this they'll run up and like start clubbing them to death and like uh it's it's good stuff Amazing. That, that's what I would do. If I saw that in Warzone, I would immediately just drop my weapons and just punch them to death. And then teabag them. Yep. Like, <laughs> if there ever was a time to teabag, that's the time to do it. Sir, it's a shooter. There's always a time to teabag. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's not the, the case. I'm just saying that we should definitely include this in that list of uh, times. Um, and speaking of Call of Duty, um, looks like they're not going to release a mainline game in 2023. 
Um, they are still going to release Warzone 2, um, but the mainline entry will be skipping a year. Um, the first time since, I think, 2002. So this will be uh, Treyarch's game being skipped then, because the Modern Warfare 2 sequel is this fall, correct? Or I guess the Modern yes. Warfare yes. sequel, the yeah, rebooted so it, Modern Warfare yeah, it's, series. It's, it's not, yeah, it's because it's not this year's game. It's 2023's game, so the one that would be out next fall. So that, I think, Wonder. is awesome because I'm really hype on Modern Warfare 2, and that'll mean that we have two years' worth of viable lobby for Modern Warfare 2, which makes me super excited. I wonder if that has anything to do with the planned acquisition by Microsoft. It could be something being talked about between the two companies and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I have is some updates on our PS plus. Um, so PS Plus is doing pretty good this month. Last month or, or next month, I should say. This month was a little bit of a disappointment. A lot of people were upset about the uh, um, the old DLC that we already have. If you've been on PS Plus for a couple of years, um, being one of the mainline games, so they've they've uh, brought uh, quite a bit this month or sorry, yeah, next month. Um, so for PS5, you'll be getting Ghost Runner. And for PS4, um, we're getting Ark Survival Evolved, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which is the online co-op version. So it's not the full game. It's just the co-op multiplayer experience. Um, Grand Theft Auto Online, which will be starting on March 15th and go on for three months. And Team Sonic Racing. Grand Theft Auto Online was free for like three months when it was launched as a standalone anyways. So mm-hmm. and at the same time, Red Dead Online became a standalone title for like 10 bucks. So yeah. if you kind of missed out on it, probably not too interested in it. Yeah. So what do we got over in the legal debacles? Activision Blizzard has been accused of union busting as Raven QA union hearing continues. So, yeah, the um, the Nations Board will be looking into this inside of another one of the many investigations Activision Blizzard's facing. So, yeah. Um... Raven software QA workers are looking to define employees eligible for the Game Workers Alliance. Um, this was a union formed in January with the assistance from the Communication Workers of America and and the National Labor Relations Board hearing will begin had began on Wednesday and it'll continue for a little bit until they figure this out. So, yeah, Activision Blizzard still doing Activision Blizzard things. The Video Game History Foundation is saying Nintendo's classic game policies are destructive to the history of video games. That's true. Um, this is following the news that the Wii U and 3DS eShop stores will be shutting down. Um, they are a the Video Game History Foundation is a fan run group that seeks to preserve various historical or older classic video games when there's no other way to do it anymore, especially in sort of the digital age. Um, 
Uh, this is following how Nintendo has shut down prior stores at prior online shops as well, cutting off the ability gamers and the market to access said games all while suing people for owning ROMs of games they can no longer actually legally purchase. Um, here is a quote from the Video Game History Foundation. While it is unfortunate that people won't be able to purchase digital 3DS or Wii U games anymore, we understand the business reality that went into the decision. What we don't understand is what path Nintendo expects its fans to take should they wish to play these games in the future. As a paying member of the Entertainment Software Association, Nintendo actively funds lobbying that prevents even libraries from being able to provide legal access to these games. Not providing commercial access is understandable, but preventing institutional work to preserve these titles on top of that is actively destructive to video game history. We encourage ESA members like Nintendo to rethink their position on this issue and work with existing institutions to find a solution. Uh, developer Madmind is looking into an issue where the horror game Agony Unrated, an adult-only horror game, um, has been disappearing from various owners steam libraries um agony is a survival horror game um set in hell where you're a succubus trying to escape um it was released in 2018 and an adult only version called agony unrated was released to purchasers of the original agony um it was it appeared in the owners of the original Agony Steam li libraries, but it has disappeared. Since then, Steam has changed up their game publishing policies, and now the unrated version is allowed to be sold. And until they can figure out how to give players back their free copies, they're offering it at a 95% discount, which is the highest a company can offer discount. However, they're still going to look at ways of giving purchasers of Agony a free copy again. So. My favorite legal debacle news of the week, uh, pro Tekken player Tanukana has been dropped from her esports team after saying short men don't have human rights. <laughs> uh, apparently, she was hit on by her Uber driver, her Uber Eats or whatever food delivery man and couldn't take the hint to let her be. And she talked about it on her stream, saying that men under 170 centimeters shouldn't have human rights. Um, she also did just say uh, <laughs> the entire quote here is I was really bothered by Uber. I don't get many deliveries anymore. When a young boy or something like that delivered a package, I went out to pick it up. And when I picked it up, he wouldn't leave and kept mumbling in front of my house. Then the doorbell rang again. And when I answered, he said, excuse me, can you give me your contact information? I was just terrified. Uh, he knows where I live, so it's tough. I don't want them to start a fire or something by acting coldly. He was short, maybe only 165 centimeters. At that point, I was like, I don't think so. If he was tall or muscular, I might have given him my contact information. <laughs> 165 is too small. If you're not 170 centimeters, you don't have any human rights. So please live your life thinking, I don't have any human rights. You should consider bone lengthening surgery. So <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's no way a little guy has human rights. Don't get carried. Don't get carried away. She then goes on uh, goes on to say, after a bit more ranting as streamers do, I'm not good with little guys, but let me tell you something. I'm nice to fat guys and bald guys, so <laughs> just lose your hair and you're good. 
But uh, yeah, her esports team dropped her after this stream. So be careful what you say. Your employer might be watching and you, you need to say things that they are okay with. Don't go saying that a majority of your country's population shouldn't have human rights. <laughs> That is that definitely is... a legal debacle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Valve is also targeting dodgy discounts in a new rules for Steam game sales. Um, this will take, be taking place at the end of March. Um, you'll be able to launch a discount, but you'll be able to run a launch discount. But any future discounts will have to wait 28 days. Um, you'll have to wait 28 days after a price increase to do a discount to kind of get rid of people raising their prices at the beginning of a sale, then saying it's on sale with some sort of discount. Um, they cannot be ran within discounts cannot be ran within 28 days of a, of a other discount with the exception of steam wide seasonal events. Um, you will no longer be able to discount a product by more than 90% or less than 10%. And custom discounts can't last longer than two weeks or run shorter than one day. So your weird little campy, whatever, some company might run a 69% discount. Those can only run for two weeks now. Um, this is looking to take advantage of developers who are, uh, as I said earlier, raising the prices, then saying it's on discount for a sale or anything like that. Also, the unofficial Minecraft NFT game Blockverse has disappeared and it has stolen people's money. $1 million worth of it. Um, the project creators resurfaced to say they didn't really pull the plug, but uh, pull the rug, but the project itself and the money, they're still gone. So they're saying we didn't disappear, but in fact, they disappeared. <laughs> so uh, don't buy into NFTs, guys. You're just being fucking dumb. And apparently, just three days after the Bobby Kotick report saying that he in fact, did know what was going on within Activision. Microsoft talked, uh, moved into effect to try to acquire the company. So, yeah, once they heard that, they licked their chops and knew it was time to pounce. Sounds about right. That's everything I have. So, did you see that Horizon Forbidden West is getting review bombed on Metacritic? Or what? Any, any any guesses? I, I'm I'm taking guesses as to why people are angry and review bombing Horizon She's Forbidden better. West. Her face is chubby. You're get you're you're in the right realm actually, but no, that that's not quite correct. Oh. But you are close. Huh. This is like it's a deep deep seated stretch. This is like people on their tiptoes, like on the top of their chair, reaching. So um, there, there, you're going to have to go then. There are, there are people extremely upset at the political correctness and the like drive towards political correct ideology um, demonstrated by Horizon Forbidden West in the displaying of, a, quote, a beard on the main character. And uh, Sorry, the, what? The, the graphics are so detailed that if you zoom, zoom in very far, you can see tiny little hairs on her chin. Um, and that's that. That's why that's that. That's it. What? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Yes. They, because she, quote, has a beard 
as a drive towards um oh crap i can't remember the the quote now it i gotta find this tweet but yeah no it's it's literally because like the graphics are so detailed that she has little tiny hairs on her chin I don't, I don't, I'm not going to dig for it. I, I can't find the tweet that I was reading about it, but, uh, yeah, people are, are going absolutely bonkers, um, and review bombing on Metacritic. Uh, oh, there it is. The, there it is. But... Uh, filthy woke ideology. That was the quote. Oh God. Because she's having a beard and this identifies as filthy woke ideology. Anyways, I see just as many people just upset. They're saying it doesn't feel as good and it's more boring. And they've made Aloy an uninteresting character. A lot less. I, I've seen one thing about a beard, but I didn't say she had stubble. It said it was like, by the time Horizon 3 comes out, I will be an old man and Aloy will have a full beard. <laughs> so that's just funny. A lot of it's just like it's a mediocre open world etc etc which mm -hmm. most open world games are rather mediocre to be fair you have to the open world itself gonna be mediocre you have to build the system around it i haven't played it i couldn't tell you but mm -hmm. i love the first one yeah the first one was fantastic well that's all i've got on that front what do we have over in the industry news uh Genshin Impact developer MiHoYo uh, has decided they're going to rebrand to the HoYoverse for global audiences outside of China. Um, They had a press release saying, Today we are excited to announce the official launch of our all-new forward-thinking brand, HoYoverse. This brand aims to create and deliver an immersive virtual world experience to players worldwide through a variety of entertainment services. The launch of HoYoverse reflects our growing commitment to providing global audiences and immersive entertainment through high-quality, diverse content. So, who knows what this means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, they're still going to be MiHoYo in China, just outside. They're going to be called HoYoVerse. Um, this will just be used for publishing and developing content, as well as whatever their new cross-media works. And um, they're starting to work with AI research. So, yeah. Um, Ubisoft has also said it's opening to be acquired, but they're confident they can still succeed uh, independently. Um, so... This is just a really weird thing to say. It looks like they just want to be bought, but now nah, we're cool, fam. Don't worry about it. This is from CEO Vez Gilmut and CFO Frederick Duguay. If they're open to being acquired, I know I just fucking <laughs> slaughtered that last name. Um, we have always taken our decisions in the interest of our state of our stakeholders, which are our players, mm -hmm, employees and shareholders. There we go. So Ubisoft can remain independent. We have the talent and industrial and financial scale and large portfolio of powerful IP. Having said that, if we were <laughs> if there were an offer to buy us, the board of directors would, of course, review it with interest of all stakeholders. Huh? Uh, so the news is money is wet. Offer us enough money, we'll consider it. 
Bethesda is also retiring their PC launcher, and they have also stated that they're going to move all of their PC releases over to the Steam moving forward. Um, I'm sure they will still launch alongside of the Xbox app on PC. Um, so this is probably in line with how Microsoft launches all of their stuff simultaneously on Steam as well as on the PC Xbox app. I didn't even know there was a Bethesda PC launcher. There is. But shows you how much people used it. <laughs> well, what about tech news? Anything going on on that side? I don't think so. I don't think we have anything. I just kind news. of mixed it in with industry news, yeah. I think. What about movies and comics, TV? Uh, the Fallout TV series on, series on Amazon has gotten its first confirmed cast member. Walter Goggins will be playing the role. Uh, be, will be playing one of the lead characters. Uh, he will be. He's being cast as one of the ghouls. So <laughs> there you go. Um, in case you haven't heard much about it, uh, the show is being headed by Geneva Robertson and Dorette and Grandma Wagner. Um, they are working primarily on Fallout and Westworld. The producers of Westworld, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, will also be working on the series as well. So Westworld is fantastic. So um, Walter Goggins has appeared in Justified Sons of Anarchy and has been in Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight. So there we go. Um, probably... Probably more recently known, he voices Cecil Stedman Invincible uh, for Amazon as well. So uh, that is literally the only thing I had. I rarely have anything for this mm -hmm. category. All right. Well, then it looks like that's going to do it for news articles this week. What have you been playing, Sasquatch? Although I know your first answer already. Favorite game updates? Oh, shit. Oh yeah, just duh. I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. It's for some. It, oh, it got uh, the thread got archived in in uh, Discord. Hada. I'm like, damn it, that doesn't. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. Good to uh, catch. What What do you got over here, Sasquatch? Because I think you had one on this one. I do. I did not open it up, but uh, now it is. Um, Street Fighter is getting an MTG crossover uh. Uh, this month. Um, there will be eight cards based on the original eight fighters in the original Street Fighter. Uh, you have Guile, Zangief, E Honda, Ryu, Ken, Dalsam, Chun-Li, and Blanca. Um, they will all be available together as foils and or non-foils or a combined or a combined. Um, there's a special Hadouken token as well that you can get by ordering it. Um, the cards all look great. They're flavored fairly well. They're not anything overpowered. Um, so yeah, the looks great. Uh, these are available to use in commander only, no other formats. So have at it if it's kind of your thing. I'm tempted. Not going to lie, I'm tempted. 
they they look great they're actually kind of they're all rather unique um all the artworks just various different like poses you'd see in the game the abilities on the cards are based upon you know their moves in the game so you have to block sangeef oh yeah you absolutely have to Well, in um, RuneScape news, there's a couple big updates. Uh, don't forget, we're still right on the last bit of Double XP Weekend, uh, or Double XP Live, as they call it now, since it's more than a weekend. Um, so don't forget to get your last minute grinding in. Um, the latest Ninja, Ninja Strike has also taken to the world map. So uh, the world map hasn't been updated in a long time, and it's getting its first uh, brush of paint since really um, the uh, NXT update. So uh, there's going to be a massive overhaul of gathering tool tips um, that have more information. So instead of just saying rare tree, it'll say specific type of tree and the level required to cut it, so on and so forth. Um, so there'll be updates to trees, fishing spots, divination colonies, farming patches, etc. Uh, and there'll be some graphical reworks on things like fishing spots to make them uh, more visible. Um, and they have also uh, announced an upcoming update to the Slayer skill. They're adding new Slayer monsters that are kind of an expansion on the Abyssal Demon. So they're adding Abyssal Savages, which are going to require level 95 Slayer, and Abyssal Beasts, which require level 105 Slayer. And Abyssal Lords at level 115 Slayer. Um, so these obviously come with new drops, the most notable of which is going to be the Abyssal Scourge. So this is kind of the new fangled, um, you know, Modern day Abyssal Whip. So for those who've been playing RuneScape a long time, you might remember when the Abyssal Whip was kind of, you know, the big dick weapon to have. And so now the Abyssal Scourge, an upgraded version of that, will return as the champion of main hand weapons. Um, that update will be coming soon. Um, but remember, you will need high, high, high level Slayer. So start getting to work on that double XP weekend for your Slayer levels. And um, turning our attention then over to Final Fantasy XIV, we had our li latest letter from the producer live um, with lots of upcoming announcements. It was kind of he, he, he discussed the years ahead and the next 10 years, confirming that there will be support for at least the next decade um, and announcing some of the things that'll be coming out going forward everywhere from the next patch to 7.0. Um, so just a quick uh, summary of things. I'm just going to kind of go down the list. Uh, he first started by talking about the history and Yoshi uh, Yoshi P did confirm that he is not going anywhere, even though he is working on uh, other projects. He is not going to leave Final Fantasy 14. Um and so looking towards 7.0, um, they're going to start putting in some more enhancements towards solo content. He mentioned some lamentations that um, 
he hated it when he talked to people and they said, yeah, I love Final Fantasy. I've played every single one of them. Well, except for 11 and 14 because I don't play MMOs or I don't want to play an online game so forth. And he wants to try and capture more of that audience. So he's trying to make it even more of a possibility for solo content than it already is by improving the trust system, adding the trust system to go back to uh, older content and improving the way that it works, uh, as well as still making improvements for the multiplayer RPG experience as well. Um, the game is going to be getting its first huge graphical update coming in the next expansion, most likely. They do have some uh, images that you've probably seen already uh, displaying what those new graphics will look like, but don't look forward to those until probably 7.0, um, but they are coming. And he did emphasize that this update does not indicate the death of ps4 um it should live through at least the next expansion so um oh yeah and the the new tagline uh is an even better rpg alone or with friends so it's they're trying to make it an experience that you can have fun with whether or not you want to play it quote unquote online Um, they're also going to, in that note, uh, take a look at some older level content and rebalance some raids and trials, uh, and du sorry, dungeons and trials. This includes taking a look at the, um, the two main scenario roulette, uh, dungeons that you have to go through cutscenes for taking those out and making them a four player experience. Um, they're also going to be cutting back Cape Westwind into a solo instance instead of a trial. And a few similar updates to help streamline older content a little bit. With the graphic update, um, they're going to be updating overall assets and graphics as well as the lighting system. So higher resolution. Which included shadows. Yep. Like actual shadows. Better lighting, shadow effects, including a player's shadow, um, improved material quality, so like skin, metals, fabrics. It's it's an overall like really big uh, improvement. I, one of the uh, the screenshots is a picture of a desk, and that that shows what Sasquatch is talking about with those shadows. Um, and then there's that there's the screenshot of um, Titania, which is pretty good in that too. Um, a lot more vibrant colors. Yeah. Uh, background visuals are also getting updated too, not just assets, but like it's a it's a complete overhaul. Um, coming soon for six point one. Uh, they're going to be finally adding in our uh, uh, weekly crafting turn-ins for Endwalker. Um, da -da 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 -da, where did I? I just had that up. Um, they're also going to be adding the Alliance Raid, Myths of the Realm, and the new PvP area. Crystal Conf Crystalline Conflict, um, as well as some new uh, Beast Tribe quests and dailies. 
They're going to be new, adding some new ultimate and unreal duties and trials as well. Finally updating uh, hairstyles for Hrothgar. And officially adding Ishgard housing. And let's see. Custom deliveries. Trust system is getting backdated um, a little bit even starting in 6.2. Uh, it looks like the new, uh, the next new bonus dungeon is going to be 6.2 as well, and that's when the uh, Island Sanctuary will de 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 debut. Also, um, 6.3 will see um, the new Deep Dungeon series and the trust system um, for the remaining Heavensward main scenario dungeons. 6.4 and 5 will have additional content for Island Sanctuaries, additional dungeons, and Trust System for Stormblood main scenario content. And now I think that really is going to be it for this week. Now that I've included that fairly large bit of news <laughs> so what have you been playing this week sasquatch um i've been playing lost ark um, i've ignored final fantasy honestly the last couple of weeks really just maintenance boating anyways so mm -hmm. i don't really need any more than five total characters geared out i don't think so yeah um, so i've been doing lost ark got into maintenance mode for lost ark so i can just keep up there doing weeklies etc etc um destiny 2 witch queen came out tuesday been hella fun um the become legend the hard difficulty mode for the campaign is mostly just unfair as opposed to hard don't recommend that unless you're a sadist so um and today elden ring came out at three and i've been playing it since then got off the stream for the podcast gonna cook some dinner and then stream and play it some more it's amazing it it apparently has the highest um rating of like any modern game so far it had like a 97 98 on metacritic uh yeah and that's just on the what do you want to call it that's on the official outlet side the user scores will, you know, come in over time. So, well, Metacritic makes you wait at least three days, right? Ah, uh, yes, I believe so. I believe so. I, I know what I've been seeing on Facebook has been really good, except for one really long ranty post from someone in one of my Final Fantasy groups that, like, the complaint is exactly what you would expect out of someone out of one of my Final Fantasy groups. So. <laughs> Yeah, someone who is playing Elden Ring because of the hype around it, but didn't mm -hmm. play from software's prior games. It's then again, maybe they played Sekiro as well. Sekiro kind of guided you where you needed to go with a, a, a journal log, but that was also kind of a weird, different approach to their games, and it was specifically made that way to be different with mm -hmm. stealth, etc. Elden Ring is just like a combination of the best parts of all of their games and the best parts of prior mm -hmm. games from them like Blood, Bloodborne or even King's Field back in the PS1 days. 
um a dark souls demon souls was a lack of a quest log where you had to explore and just figure out what you were doing so and also my steam's friend list shows a lot of people <laughs> playing Elden ring so i just most people don't care because they know what they're getting into for context, the, the complaint was that there's no like active quest log, so you have to keep a pen and paper to like take notes and keep track of uh, what you're doing or where you've been in the game, and that's such a pain in the ass, and it was this huge rant about it. Just ridiculousness. Oh, no. Oh, God, I've got to use my brain. I remember when you had to beat games in one sitting because there was no save. Right? Um, Ghouls and ghosts? I- <laughs> Lord. Also, like I'm used to these sort of games. Like uh, Spider Software is one of my favorite developers, and they make like top-down turn-based um, RPGs, very minimal graphics. They tell you what to do, but do not tell you where to go, and you have to remember the maps and everything. Mm-hmm. They're very hardcore, so I'm used to you know kind of doing stuff like this. How about you, Doc? What have you been playing? Oh, a little bit of Final Fantasy, a little bit of Lost Ark. Um, played a little bit of uh, King of Fighters 15. Let's see, I think that's about it for this week. Haven't been haven't been venturing out for too much else. Mm. Yeah, me neither. I've I mean, I haven't been like super, super busy, but just my free time has mostly gone to um runescape this week since it's been double xp um so i've done a lot of runescape a lot of final fantasy 14 um been playing a lot of nocturne also you've got me addicted now so now when we're not doing let's play i'm just grinding mindlessly (laughs) it's so good um and i finally beat crash the first the first part with Crash Bandicoot, the the first game, um, the the PS4 game that I have is the trilogy, so it has all three, and I have yet to go into the uh, to Crash Two because now I'm going through and doing all the time trials and making myself even matter, getting all the gems. So that's been fun, though. All right. Well, it looks like it's that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and come join us here in Discord on Thursday nights when we record live. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great weekend. Have a good night. Johnny.